Hey, everybody. Thank you again for stopping by. Appreciate you being here. Uh, today, I would like to talk to you about ants, chants, and fears. Oh, my. I was asked how to deal with the, the negative thoughts, the, the, when we get locked in our mind, these things about ourselves that we feel bad about uh, when someone says something negative and it, and it starts to stick. To do that, this is a little bit lengthy, and, and I apologize for the, the extra time that's in it, but I guarantee it's going to pay off if you sit through and listen to this, because this is an actual, uh, not just an example of what's being done, but ways of dealing with it when it's done. So I call it ants, chants, and fears, because you start off with uh, a principle from cognitive behavioral therapy, which is ants, automatic negative thoughts. Now, an automatic negative thought is that first initial thought that pops off in your head when somebody does something or something happens and you, you get upset, you get angry, you get mad. You have a thought first that triggers off of what's said. If somebody calls you a name, somebody says something mean to you, your automatic negative thought is, you know, either anger well, okay. Well, that's a feeling. Sorry. The automatic thought is, is, is it true? Am I? Or you flat actually think I am. You, you don't question the validity of it. You don't think about what it is that person's trying to do by telling you that. You have a fear that it is true. And based off of that fear, then it starts to ruminate in your mind. You start rolling it over and over again. Uh, I must be stupid. I, I can't believe I did that. And they noticed it. And it's horrible. And everybody thinks that I'm that way now. And I can just tell they're all looking at me. And, and you, you know, that runaway freight train of thoughts is accompanied by strong emotions. You're, you're afraid it's true or you feel bad that it's true. And when you have a thought that has a strong emotion behind it, that kind of thought locks into your memory for a long time. So like a lot of the, the things that you say, you know, like slogans on TV or songs or things, that you, you chant them over and over again in your mind. And the more you do that, the more you set up neural networks to keep that message locked in. We spend a lot of time calling ourselves bad names. And even if we have our mouth shut and we're only doing it inside our head, our head doesn't know the difference. The thought still cranks out a neural path and it still etches itself into your mind and you do it over and over again. So when somebody says, you know, you're ugly and you start saying it to yourself, you've made it into a chant. And the sad feelings that come with that make it into a chant that is very powerful. And you start thinking that way about yourself as if it is true. All based off of an initial automatic thought that in itself is probably not true. Being able to recognize those is important. Because if you understand that the first thought just pops up, it's, you know, it occurs and not letting it carry you away is the first step in changing it into a positive thought. 
if you can take the time to slow up, pull back, and when somebody does something mean, like cut you off in traffic, and your automatic thought is they did that on purpose. Uh, they they they're they're picking on me. They're being rude to me. If you catch that automatic thought right off the bat, and instead of chanting it over and over again to yourself, you can stop and take a deep breath. See, this is where those skills come in. Take a deep breath and realize that maybe it's not so. If you've been doing this for a long time, it's very deep-seated in your memory. If you already have thoughts about yourself not being pretty, or not being uh, smart, or not being good, then it's very easy for you to restoke that fire and get it fully blazing again with the bad feelings that come with it. You've already got a neural pathway that's been etched in by telling yourself bad things for a long time. It takes a long time to develop a habit, and we all have a lot of habits that aren't necessarily good that we've been doing. One of the things you have to do then is realize to change that into something you want to believe. And then in time, you start to realize that it is true. So when someone tells you you're bad, don't agree. Think about it. And if you've actually spent time thinking and meditating on I'm good, I do good things, I'm a good person, I'm kind, I'm helpful, then it's easier for you to defend yourself against that automatic negative thought. So when people ask me, well, what do I do when I'm feeling down, upset, frightened, sad, angry? There's two things that I'm thinking. One, you can start working on the next time. In other words, the things that you did yesterday help you with the things that happened today. And what you're doing today helps you with the things that happen tomorrow. So if you spend time going through, doing the meditation practices, thinking through things, in other words, those positive thoughts, become stronger and stronger in your head, and they're easier to pull up when you need them. It's kind of like, you know, getting ready for a debate, only you're debating with yourself. If you were getting ready for a debate, you would go through and think of all the possible arguments to prove your point. You would acknowledge that there's arguments that are against your point, and then you would look at both of them and make a decision based upon what you feel is true and usable in the, good, in, in, in the situation, what's good for that particular thing. So when somebody tells you that you know, you're worthless, well, you kind of already thought it through. No, I have lots of value, and there are people in the world that care about me. If you don't set that defense up, then what happens is, is you get blindsided. Somebody says something to you, you're worthless, and you automatically, oh my God, it must be true. I, I can't think of anything. And as you start to get that emotion hyped up, your rational part of your brain goes down. And all those good arguments that you could have had are now hard to dig for because you're getting very emotional. 
So this is where the mindfulness meditation, the breathing, the relaxation skills, the coping skills come in to help you come down to earth and then pull out those rational cognitive skills that you need to get through the situation. It's hard to use the cognitive stuff, the thinking stuff, when you're very emotional. Calming yourself down allows you then to start to use the rational thoughts, which calms you down even more. And you can go back to the way you were thinking prior, which is, I am a good person. I am calm. I am smart. Because they're all there. Understanding that the fears that you have or the strong negative emotions, hatred, anger, can be used to fuel the automatic negative thoughts. You also realize then that the positive thoughts you have can be fueled by the good emotions you have. Not just thinking that I'm good, but actually remembering events when you did things to help other people. And as you feel good about that, you actually feel a little bit of uplift in your heart and you start to actually have an emotional strength to that memory. In its own way, it's, it's a fight against the different ways of thinking. The thing is, you have a choice in how you want to do it. It's your head, your brain, your mind. You can choose how to think about things. So this comes down to when something occurs and you start to believe something, go to that coping skill. If somebody says something mean to you, you're ugly, and you feel that way, because you have a thought, well, maybe they're right, maybe I am. Go and reset yourself. In other words, the cold water in the face, you know, going for a walk, doing some type of physical activity, drinking a cold glass of cold water or a cold drink, things like that cause a disruption in the state, a temporary break in what's going on. When that occurs, it allows you to jump tracks and decide that you want to take a different path. Have that path ready because you've already been going through and thinking about things that are good about you, reasons why you are pretty or you are beautiful or you are smart. And as you go through and do that, you realize now the value of those daily affirmations. You know, it's an old thing, but when you have those daily affirmations where you get up every morning and you go and tell yourself, you look in the mirror and you say with real conviction, I have value. I am a good person. I am beautiful both inside and outside. And you tell yourself those things, looking in the mirror and making those positive affirmations every day. After a while, they start to have their own neural networks. They are etched in your mind. And then with that, when something negative happens, you've already got a defense for that in the making. And at first, it may be difficult until you've practiced it a while. When somebody does things and you get upset, it's hard to go to your positive feelings, your positive affirmations, because your body's defense and your brain's defense is already set up to protect you from the negative. If you see a wild tiger charging at you, it's to your advantage to think he's going to eat me. He may not, but when you think that, then you can defend yourself against it. So we get tricked 
into this, oh, the negative is going to be a good thing and it's going to save me. Remember what I said, any coping skill that gets overused becomes misused and it's no longer a good coping skill. It's a detrimental coping skill. So in this case, there are times when you don't want to run off of that instant defense trigger. You can actually step back and go, well, there's no need to defend myself. When somebody screams something mean at me on the street, I don't have to automatically run into defensive mode. I can actually pull back for a second, take a breath, and realize that what that person says has more to do with them than it does with me. And once I do that, then I can also start to pull up, okay, and I am good. I am valuable. I am smart. I am a good person. So that's how you deal with the ants, chants, and fears is by first setting up yourself with positive affirmations, good things about yourself, and saying them over and over again to etch them into your memory and your mind. Then being able to elicit the coping skill of calming down, resetting your motor, breaking states, so that you can then flip over to use those positive thinking skills, those positive cognitions. So it's a practice that starts way before it happens. When you ask me, what should I do about something that upsets me? I'm telling you, you got to start before it ever occurs and then bring it forward when it occurs. So that's why I encourage you now to start doing a daily affirmation, to start doing gratitude lists, to start positively identifying the good things in your life. It's a very simple thing when you're sitting there and you've got a moment. I know it's going to be tough to put that old phone down. But cut the phone over for a side, put it, you know, turn it off or just put it aside for a second and take a second to breathe. And remember the good things in your life, the good people in your life. Remember the good things about yourself. And if you're having a problem identifying good things about yourself, ask the people that you're close to, the people that care about you to tell you good things about yourself that you can write. Because sometimes we're a little too humble and we don't want to say good things about ourselves. We're actually taught, oh, be humble. Don't know. In this case, screw the humble. Learn the good things about yourself and speak them loudly to yourself. There's plenty of people in the world who will say bad things about you. So seek out the people who will say good things about you and start rolling them over in your mind. So I hope that helps you deal with the ants, chants, and fears. Hope you all have a great day, and I'll talk to you again later. Goodbye.